Welcome to the Excel in Retirement Show, where financial planning becomes understandable. Your host, David C. Treese, is a licensed financial advisor who specializes in retirement income planning. Do you know where your income will come from in retirement? David helps people know where their paychecks will come from in retirement. David's desire for each of his clients is to have financial confidence, protection, and growth. We believe this is achievable with the right plan in place. Together, we'll build a plan specific to your financial goals. We work with clients from all over, and we'd love to connect with you. Go to clientsexcel.com to connect with us. If you'd like to speak with us, call our office at 864-641-7955. Thanks for listening. Now to the show. Welcome back to the Excel and Retirement Show. My goal is to distill a couple financial planning ideas that could help you excel in retirement. I am thankful to have you along for the ride here today. This will be a two-part show. We'll talk about some thoughts I've been having about Eastern holidays, and then we'll talk about Dalbar's recent study. You may have heard that confession is good for the soul. Well, I have a confession for you. Historically, I have been a curmudgeon when it comes to holidays. It started sometime in adolescence, though I'm not really sure where exactly or when. The anticipation of Christmas started to annoy me when I was a kid. It seemed like we had all this buildup about Christmas, and then the day got there, and then it was gone, and we just ended. Uh, But it seems like we started thinking about Christmas as soon as Halloween was over, and Thanksgiving could hardly be considered before we were on to Christmas. Holidays tend to have that part of obligation wrapped in them, whether it's buying gifts or sending fruitcakes or smiling for a dozen pictures. It's one request after another, and I know, I'm a curmudgeon, and I'll be a great old man one day, right? Things have changed, though, for me in the last few years. I know I spend a lot of time on our newsletter and our podcast talking about Amelia, my daughter. She's three, uh, but you'll have to excuse me for one more round of that. When we had her, though, the holidays became more enjoyable, and I love that building anticipation for the special days for her. Last weekend was Easter, and it was exhausting. We went to a Good Friday service uh, at our church on Friday evening, and then the next morning we took Amelia to a giant Easter egg hunt with a bunch of other little children. She did wait. She did she <laughs> she did great with that. She was holding her own. Then uh, Sunday it was back to church, and then to Easter lunch with family. But all the while we were telling Amelia what the next thing was and so she could anticipate it and look forward to it. And we tried to begin teaching her about the significance of the holiday and what Easter meant. But the best part for me was watching her come out of her room on Easter morning and seeing what the Easter bunny had brought her in her Easter basket. That uh, gave me a lot of joy. But the epiphany or the takeaway I had uh, is this. When I focused on how I felt, it soiled the holiday experience for me and probably others around me. But when you focus on helping someone else enjoy themselves, it becomes more enjoyable for you and for that other person or people. So focus on others is the moral of the story. Now, that's not to discredit our own feelings about a situation, but it really doesn't matter whether I like a holiday or not, because that holiday is going to happen every year, whether I like it or not. Choosing how to approach the holiday, though, is totally in my control. Now, on to the next part. 
Dalbar is a large financial services market research firm, and they create reports on investor behavior. And they've been doing it for 27 years, and they've released a study every year for 27 years titled The Quantitative Analysis of Investor Behavior. So it's a yearly report, and taken directly from the report, the quantitative analysis of investor behavior has measured the effects of investor decisions to buy, sell, and switch into and out of mutual funds over short and long-term time frames. These effects are measured from perspective of the investor and do not represent the performance of the investments themselves. The results consistently show that the average investors earn less, in many cases much less, than mutual fund performance reports would suggest. So what this report talks about is why people decide to buy and sell different mutual funds and how they underperform because they buy in at the wrong time and, and sell out at the wrong time and so forth. So it's impossible to really time the market accurately. <clears throat> you have to be right twice. You have to know when to get out and then you have to know when to get in. So much of the report was spent discussing the stock market correction that happened as a result of the coronavirus last year in 2020. In the first quarter of 2020, the average investor lost uh, 21.93%. In response to the market crash in March, 30% of investors reallocated assets, 28% of investors invested more while prices were low, 26% of investors did nothing, and 15% of investors cashed out altogether. Despite the Dow facing the worst decline since Black Monday in 1987, the average investor did not panic. Flows out of equities during March 2020 were consistent with recent trends. And so there's consistently money coming out of the market, more coming out than going in, What is what the report states. Uh, it also states that few investors could have foreseen the unprecedented quick recovery, which took place in just 126 days. Typically, in past market corrections, it sometimes takes several years for the market to break even. From the report, in 2019, investors showed signs that they were skeptical of the current bull market, which was now 11 years old. That 11-year stretch from the lows of 2009 culminated with 31.5% gain in 2019. Despite the lingering bull market, investors chose to slightly decrease their exposure to equities, uh, continuing a trend of gradual equity fund withdrawals, which began in 2016. So Congress, in conjunction with the Federal Reserve, responded very quickly last year by buying bonds, equities, and dropping the interest rates down to the floor. With interest rates being around 0%, without, excuse me, without our interest rates being around 0%, our economy, I believe, would be in dire straits. It's unlikely that interest rates will be normalized anytime soon either. This coupled with the government's massive spending over the last year and, and verging on nearly $30 trillion of debt, the task for how to allocate retirement savings has never been more challenging for the average retiree. You know, for the market to perform correctly, uh, most of the time it requires long-term time frames. And so it can be difficult when you're using your money in retirement, figuring out how to invest it and allocate so you can leave it there if there's a big drop. 
One of the last points from the report, the average investor fails to realize the long-term benefits of asset ownership over the seldom because they excuse me because they seldom stay invested in any given fund for a long enough period for a long enough period of time. So basically they don't stay invested for long enough to realize the uh, long-term benefits of being in the market. The challenge for investing in retirement is how to allocate your assets. We know from Dalbar and other research that the stock market uh, in the investments around the stock market for them to work properly, it requires a long time, a long term time frame and patience. However, in retirement, many people use their savings to supplement their income. Working with a financial advisor to develop a custom allocation strategy for your needs may be very beneficial. That's what we do at our firm. We create strategies for how to draw your money down in retirement or how to grow it or, or whatever your objectives are. Uh, but we do that with means that are uh, not conventional with uh, the average stock market investor. And so we use uh, alternative investments, I would say. If you'd like to discuss this further, you can call our office We'd be happy to schedule a call with you, and, and I'd be happy to speak with you. Our number is 864-641-7955. That's 641-7955. And I enjoy bringing this podcast to you, our listeners, and and uh, we also produce a weekly newsletter. If you'd like to get that in your inbox, you can go to Clients Excel and go to the podcast tab, and there will be a form there at the top of the page where you can put in your email. We don't sell email addresses or share them with anyone, and you can always opt out. But that will allow you to get this content in written format and in other content that we produce straight to your email inbox. I appreciate you listening and look forward to connecting with you on the podcast next week. Have a great week. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Clients Excel are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. Any reference to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the insuring carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It's not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet particular needs of an individual situation. Clients Excel is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Clients Excel. The use of logos and or trademarks of podcast hosting sites are the property of their respective owners and are not an endorsement by those owners of our firm or our program.